0: B.C. government has made an interesting move that uh, you might feel that we should copy here in Alberta. They have introduced new legislation to crack down on the explosive growth of short-term rentals. So what exactly is going on and is this something that we should copy here? Our guest is a professor of finance at the Beattie School of Business out of Simon Fraser University, Andre Pavlov. Andre, thanks for making the time.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me.
0: So let's just talk about why this was an area that this BC government wanted to focus in on. What's the objective here?
1: Well, just as you said, there is a belief that uh, somehow short-term rentals are uh, in part responsible for our housing shortage and and high rents. Uh, And and the government um, believes that um, by restricting them, somehow that's going to help solve the problem. You can tell already, I, I don't agree with that at all. I think it's, it's not a very smart uh, move uh, for a number of reasons. But most importantly, um, I didn't realize it's the responsibility of um, private homeowners to provide the rental supply. Uh, this, this should be done through purpose-built rentals and, and large investments, not by uh, individuals. And uh, when the busy government does something like that, it, uh, at the end of the day, undermines uh, housing supply even further.
0: And yet, I, I think people feel really strongly about short-term rentals and seem to look at them as if they're something that's really villainous. Now, with this new um, this the, this new proposed legislation out of BC, um, if you live in BC, you're only going to legally be able to rent out a primary residence and one more additional secondary suite as a short-term rental. So will this crackdown work the way that they've outlined it to provide more rental or housing options to people it sounds obviously and you've clarified that you're a little skeptical about this but do you think that it will it will do something
1: well it will bring some uh units that are currently rented on a short-term basis it will probably uh, convert them to uh, longer-term rentals Uh, but what that um, underestimates and uh, in fact doesn't take into account at all is the impact it will have on long-term housing supply. And the problem is every time you undermine property rights and, and you make it harder and, and more painful to to invest in, in housing, you get less of it. Um, and we've experienced that in the past with prior initiatives like the speculation and vacancy tax here in BC and also the vacancy tax at the national level. Um, So I don't know how we don't learn from those uh, previous mistakes and instead we keep doubling down on those um, policies that ultimately create housing shortage.
0: You know, I also wonder about the service that these short-term rentals provide. We're talking about Airbnb, Verbo, Flipkey. Um, Oftentimes a short-term rental is the best option for a traveler. So now are we going to create a system where there's a lack for people that want to come and tour these areas?
1: No, you're absolutely right about that. Not only uh, it helps homeowners um, meet their needs and then uh, meet ends together, but also it does help with travel. So as a result, um, now we're going to have less tourism, less tourism in BC, because frankly people will go uh, elsewhere where um, you know they can more easily afford to visit. Uh, so the economic impact of that um, also has been discounted or not considered at all.
0: What do you think about the way that this is going to be monitored or policed? Do you think that there will actually be much regulation here?
1: Well, apparently there, uh, there is a talk about creating a, a short-term rental registry uh, where every short-term rental um, unit needs to be registered. And, and, of course, that will come with reporting requirements and enforcement and all that. Uh, and that's just a very typical approach that we've seen from this government in the past where... Um, Everything is done uh, by creating more paperwork and more reporting requirements. That ultimately um, disincentivizes any investment here uh, and and slows down economic growth and more importantly, creates a housing shortage.
0: Has there been pushback from owners of short-term rentals?
1: Yeah, I suspect many owners uh, who, um, who invested in a property or many developers who... Uh, you know, put together properties, thinking that people might buy them, uh, with that purpose in mind, um, are now going to be hurt. So this policy is gonna create financial hardship, additional financial hardship to many people on top of, you know, already weakening economy and high interest rates. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Now I don't know if there is any organized um, effort to challenge this law. Um, it doesn't seem. Uh, fair and it doesn't seem constitutional to me, but I haven't heard of any organized uh, idea to to challenge the, the new law.
0: Andre, thank you so much for explaining this and making the time today.
1: Of course, thanks. Me.
0: Of course, take care. As Andre Pavlov, Professor of Finance at the B. D. School of Business at uh, Simon Fraser University, uh, talking about BC's new legislation to crack down on short term rentals with increased fines and some new enforcement, the idea being that if you crack down on short term rentals, you'll suddenly allow more housing or rental options to then flood back into the market. So, BC's short-term rental market um, has about 28,000 daily active short-term rental listings in BC. Um, This is a 20% increase uh, from a year ago. And there's about 16,000 entire homes that are being listed as short-term rentals for the majority of a calendar year. So is this a great way for a family to make ends meet and make a little bit of extra money? Or is this something that's ultimately hurting the housing market?